1: Right now, 20 months later. Because of worldwide pestilence, man created. It's affecting the entire world. The need of the hour is what is absent. The need of the hour is the church the New Testament local church. You know, in, in our country, never one time, never one day in 245 years was the church shut down. Not one time during the Spanish plague It took many times more people. Back in 18, 18, 1918, the churches remained open. They ministered to the people spiritually socially, every area, economically, they, the church was there. Amen. World War I, the church was always open. World War II, the church was always open. Amen. The Great Depression, 1929, the church was always open when people lined up and there was no food in this country and things were, and, and the worldwide and the depression, the Dust Bowl, that affected from mexico up to canada all across our country that shoved moved itself right through the middle of our country all during the dust bowl 10 years the church was open if there was ever a time you need the church it's in days of adversity we have 140 150 missionaries brother pussin our missions director and his wife they give me the letters and or the emails that come in every week. And in four weeks, I average probably 40 or 50 a week. I read every one of them. Let me just take you what COVID has done. And I don't want to normally talk about it, but I'm trying to get to a point we need the church. Here is from Hong Kong, and Hong Kong is being quickly taken over by communist China. It says in Hong Kong, it's such an uncertain time for the people about the future. They have lost hope in China, in Hong Kong. Our own preschool has lost six teachers this year that have quit, three have emigrated. Needless to say, every ministry of ours is under huge, huge, huge restrictions. Restrictions by the government and really not able to meet. Here is a report from the Sudan and in and, and Syria. Syria, there's a great civil war going on. Of course, we don't hear about it. Lebanon, our college, Bible college has had to shut down. We're online because of COVID-19. We're not charging students, it's free. But you imagine the labor that's putting on these missionaries. I think of Egypt here and how it's shut down. Here is Chile, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, quarantine mandates, our country is still closed. But Chile needs the gospel. Here is Nigeria. It's very dangerous here. Christians are being targeted daily. Hundreds of school children have been kidnapped and sold into slavery or held for ransom. A dear pastor was near our church abducted and we've never seen him again. Here is Thailand. The majority of the country continues to be in a dark red zone, meaning basically totally locked down. Gathering of more than five people is banned. Here is Cambodia. The situation has deteriorated in Cambodia. Everything is shut down through Cambodia. Many places strict lockdowns and curfews and other measures. The government has been vac- has been mandating vaccination for all adults and teenagers. Here's the Pacific Islands extreme government restrictions, closed borders. We have members that have have been stuck in Fiji and Australia and Korea for over a year and a half and can't get home. Church members no longer have jobs. Venezuela talks about how socialism and taken the country and have taken jobs and people are literally starving to death. Churches shut down. Here is Korea. City government here in this city is imposing the highest level of social distancing rules due to the spike in daily number of reported COVID cases. We can hold service at 20% as long as strict guidelines are followed and we're under intense scrutiny by the government. And you come to church, I don't talk about COVID because I don't think you want to hear this. But I think reality is we have to keep the church open. In our countries, the church is the help and the hope. My Bible said, if I tarry long, Paul says, I want to come and see you. The, the, the preachers that are with me, we want to come and see you, you, you people there. We want to come and see you that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave yourself. I, I want to teach you, Paul said, how to have control of yourself and the house of God, which is the pillar and the ground of truth. The church is being quickly removed worldwide. Regulation, redefining the church by pastors, shame on you pastors. There's ever a need, if there's ever a need to have churches, thus saith the Lord, it's today. Today's the day. There's ever a time that yet God's people, and I'm not, I thank God for you, but so many of our churches are rebellious, fighting and angry and upset. I know churches across America where people have been dear friends and there's the mass crowd, and there's the not mass crowd, there's the vaccine crowd, there's the no vaccine. That's all, hey, I've told our church, mind your own business. You can see how it's gonna be so easy now. If you don't have the mark on your hand or your forehead, you cannot buy or sell. We're gonna take our kids, I'm glad we didn't because I don't wanna ever go to that city again. But San Francisco, college. But you can't enter anything unless you're vaccinated. Now maybe they're right, that's up to them. But where are you gonna go buy and sell? And we can fight and be angry about the controls and all that, but we have to stay focused on the mission that God gave us, the New Testament local church. Your children need the church. Then why do we have to beg you to come to Sunday school? Your children need Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Then why do we have to always give something away? Please, please, please come. We are at the end of the journey with the church unless God spiritually changes the situation. Every nation, the government is in control, but that's not what America's about. We are for religious freedom. That's why we came and those 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence, they lost everything. They lost their wealth, they lost their possessions, they lost their health, they lost their houses and lands. Why? Because they were seeking religious freedom. Paid a price. We begged men to come to prayer. Saturday night, big crowd, 100 men. This property, the other property, big crowd. We're not going to make it through this without prayer. We're not going to make it through without the church. The church historically preserves the nation. The nation does not preserve the church. Truth, righteousness, godliness, life is heralded from the pulpits and it's enacted on the streets. I look at... Our United States Constitution here. I keep several on my desk and I have nicer copies but this is a working copy. The Declaration of Independence, the highest political officer in the land, the President of the United States, the Vice President, the Speaker of the House, those Senators, those Congressmen, the Judicial Powers, America was declared a nation, July 4th, 1776. We hold these truths, and by the way, we'll see truth today, because truth is not absent from the church. Why we have so many pastors and politicians lying? Because we're not attached to truth. They can go before the cameras and make bold-faced lies, and news media, and it doesn't matter, why? Because the church is absent. Truth is anchored in the church. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That came from God, not government. Well, We don't get along with races. Uh, at the church, we do. Well, you see, our public school, they're treated they're critical race theory and all this stuff because they've kicked God out 1962 and 63. I remember praying in public school over here, as a boy growing up in public school, but 62 and three, it became illegal. I do remember however, when John F. Kennedy was shot and killed, seventh grade, the principal came and we cried, the girls were just weeping, they canceled school. But our teacher said, before we leave, we're gonna have prayer for our nation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men were created equal and are endowed by their Creator, not by their government, by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. You can't change them, unalienable rights. Life, this is not a death nation. Euthanasia has no part in this nation. Life, abortion has no part in this nation. Brother Whitlow, the president, came out today, uh, this week, and said, now, a baby is not a baby at, at conception. Well, take that up, Mr. Biden, with Psalm 139, God. God said it all. He knew all those parts before they even came together. Killing babies. Think of those Eastern religions in the Bible. They put their children through the fire. Just had them go, and they offered them on the fire and burned their babies up. Well, we've done 63 million babies that way in a safer place called a mother's womb. Yes, yeah. This nation wasn't, when you tell people for, for, for 48 years you can kill babies, no wonder why we're killing people. So, well, we need more gun laws. Well, that's gonna really help the criminals. Okay, here's my gun. Hi, Brother Howard. I'm glad you're in church today. But, but, but all, you, you, you can't have a gun. I'm not advocating a God. Though I thank God for them. I'm just saying, we're out of bounds in everything. Why? Because the church, life, liberty, that's freedom. The pursuit of happiness. Now, the world's not happy right now, understandable. But I want to be happy in God's house. And I want to be happy on the pathway of life. And today I want to speak to you, the need of the hour. The need of the hour is the church. I, if I tear you along, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest prepare and uh, behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church. The word church is found over a hundred times in the New Testament. It's the word ekklesia, a Greek word. It means called out. We are called out of that mess and we're brought in here. That's why you don't hear really generally any preaching on COVID. You know how I hear a lot of political issues here. You can go back and check. Uh, Since the election, I've talked very little about politics. I, I want you to come in here and leave all that back out there generally. And preach Jesus. Amen. That thou mayest know how to behave thyself in the church. Watch it here. Which is the pillar and the ground of truth. A pillar is a column. In that corner right there, you can't see it. There's a column. It supports the pillar. Those are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pillars, they're holding up the balcony, and if you people do not obey up there, I'm going to get a strong Samson and put his arms around a couple of those pillars and pull it down on you. Oh, boy, I hear that online, they're going to be, Samson's a Bible character. I, 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 I guess you don't know that. I don't know. I've taught you well, apparently. May I say, the pillar is what holds up the superstructure. But what holds up the pillar? The ground. Pillar and ground. What's the ground? It's the foundation. We built this building. And I remember the bulldozers coming in and bringing this slope here. And then they began to go down deep. First, they, they just compacted that dirt with big old heavy steel rollers. And then they came in with big equipment and went down and down and down and went deep. And then they built these rebar cages. Those cages were let down by big cranes down into the pits. And then the concrete began to come, why? The ground is holding up the pillar and the pillar is holding up the structure. The church, not the government, not your brains, not your wealth not my wealth not any of these things the church is the pillar the support and the ground of what's the word what's the word what the pillar and the ground of what is the last word in that verse truth there can be no truth outside of the church why? The church is the pillar and ground of church. Why? Because we are supposed to make much of Jesus. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the truth. I got a good voice. And the life. God is God. Is. You get a nation away from Jesus, you're gonna have no truth. And so I could look at you today. And let's just say you don't, Brother Steve. But let's say you had a hideous tie on. Oh, that's a beautiful tie. That's a beautiful tie. I just lied to him. If It is a nice tie. I would go over, brother. Never mind. Uh, uh, We can lie to one another because we're not attached to truth. Government can lie to us. And we can lie to them. I know I'm being on surveillance right now. We're on line to over 100 countries and our Aryans. I, I know that. People say, why don't you get off air? Because on these last days, unless there's a revival, I want to get the gospel to the world. And you'll not ever have truth in a marriage, and in a home, and in a life, and in a nation, and in a church, unless we get back attached to God. Our hymn book is such a great hymn book. But this is one of the old ones and I can't, we have almost 600 pages, if we wanted all the songs it'd be about a thousand, you couldn't even hold it. But this is one of the old ones I grew up on. We have several, I have all of them in my office. But listen to the names of the first X amount of titles. They're not about, I'm so sad, I have troubles, I can't go on, I don't have hope, I'm just so discouraged, maybe I can pray. Our music in our churches has turned man-centered. I'll read you the titles out of this book, Beneath the Cross of Jesus. The church is one foundation. It's Jesus Christ our Lord. The church of God is one. His love can never fail. Cross, uh, the cross of my heart, everlasting life, victory in my soul, carry your Bible. I cannot get along without my Bible. All things in Jesus. Jesus is a friend of mine. The name of all names, face to face with Christ my Savior. Come unto me, he leadeth me. Calvary covers it all, love divine. Closer to Jesus, the redeeming love. When I see the blood, uh, uh, I, 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 uh, the name of Jesus I bear. It's all about Jesus. Some songs, you, I heard a song recently how that religion's not working. Somebody wrote that song. I dot the i's across the t's. I check the box, but it doesn't work. I just want Jesus. Well, the problem is, I guarantee it's a rebel, because God says there's such a thing as pure religion, undefiled before the God and the Father. Is to visit the widows and keep Himself unspotted, James 1.27 from the world. I know there's a lot of fake religion out of here and phony religion, and even titles where. And we've known it. We've all seen it. But I tell you, what businessman would go out and sell uh, heart machines and say, by the way, they don't work? Don't buy one. I know you're dying of a heart attack, but they don't work. What fool would try to sell anything as a businessman and and your message is, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. The torch doesn't work. Oh boy, you're a big boy. Pull your big pants up, will you, buddy? Become a man. God sent His Son, Jesus, Ephesians 5, 25, He gave His life for the church. Oh, spit on the church. Don't attack the church. The church is not perfect. Join the crowd. It's made up of a bunch of imperfect people from the pulpit to the pew. I tell you what, I don't know what kind of religion you have, but it's worked in my life. I like that old song, give me that old Time, religion. I like it. It works. But I want more than religion. Well, duh. Absolutely, I want Jesus more than anything. But quit attacking the church. Oh, a bunch of phonies. Ah, yes. And you go over to the grocery store, they're all phonies in there too. Because we're in there also. I went to the gas station. Pay paid my almost $5 a gallon, bunch of phonies over there! I I, I know. There are phonies everywhere. And there's phonies in here. And there's phonies, I hope I'm not one, that's preaching the Word of God. If I carry along that thou mayest know how they ought to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church, the pillar and ground of truth. Now, I know I'm out of time, but I want to say several things. One, the purpose of the church. God tells us throughout these New Testament books, what's the purpose? He said, I've chosen the foolishness of preaching in these last days to confound. I saw Brother Nadowski, God bless you wherever you are. We're going away with preaching all over America. You, you've been, your job is taking all, and you've been in good churches. But everywhere you go, had a young man write me this week, said, Pastor, I moved away, and, 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 and yeah, it's, it's a, a right thing. But he said, I, I went to church in 1961. It was said an independent fundamental Baptist church. But he said, it's, it's just a rock and roll thing. We don't need pastors and churches to mirror the nightclub. They've got plenty of nightclubs, taverns, saloons, whatever you want it, dance halls, thank God. They've got all their whatever they want out there, but that's not the church. Don't thank God for it, by the way. But you know, I'm, I'm talking about the church. It's a preaching station. It's a singing 586 times in the Bible we're told to sing. And amazing, one of the things we want to mask up is the mouth. Choir, I admire you so much. Yeah. Because that's the rule they called us. They said, We saw you with some people with no mask on. I know you're watching, I know. God bless you. Next week you we have mask on here. You know what? The choirs even shouting, they're just shouting it out. Yeah. Yeah. We're keeping the church open by the grace of God. The church is a singing place, the church is a preaching ta- place, <laughs> pardon me, the church is a pray- praying place. I am begging the people, the church, school's back in and you've been praying, ladies are praying, men are praying, stop by any time of the day or night you want, just kneel on those old steps out there, sit on the benches out there, come around this property and pray that God would preserve the church in these last days. The purpose of the church, fellowship. Two slices of pizza, we won't go there. Fellowship, giving, sending our sons and daughters, serving, missions, teaching, soul winning. The purpose of the church. I want to see secondly the person of the church. Look at the last word, which is the pillar and ground of truth. Our preaching should be predominantly about Jesus. He is the answer. Hosea was crying out to the people in chapter 4. God says, verse 1, I have a controversy with you. They're swearing in your land. There is no truth in your land. You're lying. You're not telling the truth. I know a lot of the young people, our children, are out of here this morning, other services. And I want to challenge every husband and wife, tell the truth to one another this week. Every child to the parent, parent to the child, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Always tell the truth. How do you do that? You get attached to truth. The Lord Jesus Christ. You've heard, you heard the illustrations so many times, we don't need to embellish it. I've been told, I don't know if it's true, that tellers at the bank are not given false, fake money. They're given the real. Now they have ways to see if it's not real. But they're given the real so that when you touch the fake, you can feel it. Whether that's true or not, I don't know, but I believe it is. I've heard it many times. You know, when you, when you get around Jesus, you're going to tell the truth. The person... Let's make much of Jesus. I preached on Wednesday night here. Today, much of our preaching and teaching in the church is, let me talk to you about relationships today. It's this way. This, you think, is the conflict. This is not the conflict. This is the conflict. When I get things right this way with God, I will automatically be right with this way People. When I'm not right with people, it is the indicator I'm not right with God. I remember when I was in Bible college, and, and I had to pay all my own expenses and bills, but my dad did send me $500 one time. I was driving from Wisconsin to Illinois every week to go work in the church. And he said, Dad, son, find a car. And the pastor, who later became my father-in-law 49 years ago, this December, Went out with me and we found a car. I'm ashamed to tell you it was a car because it was, I can't say it in the pulpit, I'll stay away. It was an FORD. I'll get back to the pulpit now. And that FORD, I began to drive that Ford. And they tell you what, all of a sudden that little straight six began to smoke all over America. I don't know if it was Winston or marijuana or what it was smoking, but it was smoking something. I drive down the road and that thing was just smoking. You know that's because there was a problem inside. The smoke was the evidence of the problem. I don't like you people. It gets quiet. <laughs> if that was true, it would not be the people. It would be me and my relationship with God. I have 33 deacons the church has given me I've not had a conflict with the deacons but if I had a conflict with the deacons it probably would not be them it would be me and my relationship here when you have a problem with your church when you have a problem with your marriage don't look around at everyone else We blame the school, we blame the college, we blame the church, we blame Christianity, we blame all these different areas of life. We blame everything. But what about looking in the mirror and saying, not my brother, not my sister, but it's Jack, it's me. I see the purpose of the church and the person of the church is Jesus. And let me close by just saying this, I see the position of the church. It's the pillar and the ground of truth. It's the guardian of truth. The church guards truth. Government cannot guard the truth. The church guards the truth. So when a church passes down, Brother Jackson, listen to this, you'll like this. When the church passes down a false doctrine, a false truth, then you're gonna have a polluted message and the next generation will not know truth. We need to pass down truth. In England, in 1866, Mr. Lincoln had just been shot briefly before that. Samuel Stone was a preacher. He wrote these words, and then Samuel Wesley, who was the grandson of John Wesley, wrote the music. Wesley was used with the first great awakening in the late 1700s here in the United States Our nation became such a wicked nation And that preacher and then others and then church members began to pray and seek God And we had the first awakening Several years later we became corrupt again And we had the second awakening During the awakening Congress picked up the mantle and said Our, our boys in the military and our nation needs Bibles And at government expense they printed Bibles for the nation That's why when you went in the military, I know how it is today, you joined, you always got your New Testament. You went overseas, you got one with a little piece of metal on the outside cover, put it in your pocket. They said at times it actually saved some boys' lives. The church in England was becoming so corrupt. Not the government church, but the independent church. The pastor wrote these words of the church's one foundation, page two in my psalm growing up. The church's one foundation, it's Jesus Christ our Lord. She is a new creation by water and the word. From heaven he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his own blood he bought her, and for his life he died. That will not fit in most progressive churches today. Too much theology mid toil and tribulation. He wrote that because the church was refuting every major doctrine, historic doctrine of the faith. Brethren, when I gave all diligence to write unto you, Of the common salvation that was needful that I write and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend, fight for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. The, 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 The scriptures have been delivered with God's people, the church. For there are men that have crept in among you, unawares. They sneak in. And they deny the truth of salvation. Peter says, many shall follow their pernicious, their evil ways. But God's people, we need to have the church be a foundation of truth. As we today see these mission fields closing all over the world. They're in hiding. They're in underground. They're being persecuted and Even today will be, some taken, their lives will be taken, they'll die. They cannot meet. In America, we at least can still meet. Pretty please, pretty please come to church. We'll give you a gift card if you come to church. We'll give you a Starbucks card. I know we'll never give a movie ticket out because you can't stand, but we'll give you, I've got the brochures. We'll give you a movie ticket if you come to church. We'll give you coffee, and we have coffee in Sunday school, all that. I'm not saying we don't have those things. We beg people to, we beg people. That family's over here in Sunnyvale is begging this church to help me get my family out of Afghanistan. They're stuck. The congressman, the the senator that went over and I I didn't hear it, but he has the voice of the mother, American, and four children trying to get on a plane and went through the checkpoints and was denied every time and he was on the State Department phone for 12 hours. And you hear the little babies, and then finally the guard came and stuck a gun at the woman's head, said, don't you come up here again. And her little kid saw her in that condition. And you can hear in the background, apparently on the video they have, they're crying. Well, I know they tell us no one's left behind, but there's a mother and four kids right there. And there's a lady over here in Sunnyvale, her family left behind. I don't know how many are left behind, because you know what? That crowd does not tell the truth. So we can get as mad as we want about them, it's a reflection of us. Like people, like priests. The Bible says that when the people are corrupt, because the, the preacher's corrupt. And when the church gets corrupt, you say, well, I didn't vote for this person or this person. Why do we have them? Because God's people have not discovered they have knees. To bow before God and pray that God would save and preserve this nation, that the gospel so often it's just about us, but well, I want my well, I sure you want your kids to have freedom? Yes. But what about the world that's without this freedom? What about the world seven billion people that are going to die and go to hell? What about that crowd? I'm not saying I'm a good preacher but I'm certain that and you slept during preaching this morning it's probably my fault but how can you sleep during preaching when I'm pleading with God's people our heads are bowed and eyes are closed Father you blessed me this morning I, I had no voice all morning you blessed me with a strong voice God that was you And I do pray that we would get urgent about this. Our brothers and sisters in Christ worldwide are in bondage. It seems like we make such a big deal out about our bondage. I know one of our greatest missionaries, I know. I I called 16 hours ahead of him this morning. I know. His whole entire ministry has been shut down for 20 months now. Great ministry, amazing ministry. I know he's in a decision mode. What do I do? My family, my children, my wife can leave our apartment on the fifth or eighth floor. Men two days a week, women two days a week for 30, 30 minutes. What a hard situation. us in America not to be complacent. Help us to wake up. Already on news media they're making reports that the, the problem of America is the Christian Taliban. Christians are the problems. And the news just plays that. For, forgive us for being so callous. We're laying up treasury down here when it's almost over. Soon we're going to see the. I really believe that, Lord. May we not be careless and casual and lackadaisical in our mission.
0: Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us,